Praise the Lord, everyone. Hallelujah. 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 Let's give the Lord some praise. Glory. Hallelujah. Okay, everyone. Uh, I've been away for about two days now. Uh, and we are back uh, after a needed rest. Um, so we are going to pick up today in James' first verse. Okay? But first, let's bow ahead and give God some praise. Dear Heavenly Father, we give you all the praise and honor and glory, Lord. We thank you, Almighty God, for this word that's going before us today. And we ask you, Lord, to lead us in this word. Help us understand this word. Father, we ask, Almighty God, that your love and your grace and your mercy continue to be with us as we travel this road, this journey. And we ask, Lord, that we be a beacon of light to others, that they may also read your word and want to get to know you. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this word today. We thank you for all things that you do for us, Father. Thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, everyone. All right. So we want to read James, but James is a very uh, small book. And so perhaps we'll see how far we get into this. We might move into Peter. Yeah. Well, let's see. All right. James, first verse. James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad, greetings, my brethren. Count it all joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, complete, lacking nothing. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. And it will be given to him. But let him in faith with no doubting, for he who doubts is like a wave of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. For let not that man suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways, let the lowly brother glory in his exhortation, but the rich in his humiliation, because as a flower of the field, he will pass away. For no sooner has the sun risen with a burning heat than it withers the grass. Its flower falls and its beauty appears, perishes. So the rich man who will fade away in his pursuits Blessed is the man who endures temptation, for when he has been proved, 
he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised to those who love him. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God, for God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. So you see, it's not Lord that's tempting you, okay? He's not, it's not he that's doing this. These things are happening because, what does he say? You're drawn away by your own desires and entices, see? By the things you do. Okay. Then when desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is fully grown, brings forth death. Do not deceive my beloved brethren. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above. Okay, so I'm going to stop there for a second because I have to use this example because I brought it up the other day when I was reading. Um, young ladies, I'll use them first as an example. When you, as I was saying the other day, when you're hopping around from guy to guy and bed to bed, okay? Um, yeah, the world makes it sound like it's a good thing, but it's not a good thing, okay? For the girls, it's not a good thing because you can get all kinds of diseases and disorders and you can get sick or you can end up pregnant, Okay? These are the sins that fall upon you. Gentlemen, again, they can come down sick or with diseases or they become the father of a child. And a lot of them say, well, I'm not ready to be a father. Well, that's not my kid. You know, but it's not that it's not their kid or they're not ready to be a father. They're not ready to accept the fact that they have done this and now they have this problem, see? So again, sin arises. <clears throat> now let's take the man that drinks or smokes excessively. Well, what happens? First, it attacks him. It attacks his mind. Okay? It attacks his finances. And then it turns on his body. Eventually, down the line, too much, too much drinking and too much smoking affects the body. Again, the sin fruits itself, and that's what you have. Okay, let's move on to 17. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of light, with whom there is no visitation as with whom there is no variation, sorry, uh, or shadow of turning. Of his own will, he brought us forth by the word of truth, that we might be a kind of first fruits of his creation. Therefore, 
my beloved brethren. Let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath, slow to be angry. Think before you speak. Don't be too quick to hear things that may not mean what they seem. For the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. See? Therefore, lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is, uh, which is able to save your souls. But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourself. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he, he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. If anyone among you thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue, but deceives his own heart, this one's religion is useless. Pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their trouble and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. Let's read that again. <laughs> ah, if one among you thinks he is religious and does not bridle his tongue, okay, watch your tongue, but deceives his own heart, this one's religion is useless. Pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father is this, to visit the orphans and the widows in their trouble and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. Okay, let's move on to James chapter 2. My brethren, do not hold the faith of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Lord of glory, with partiality. For if there should come into your assembly a man with gold rings in his fine assembly, in his fine appeal, and there should also come in a poor man in filthy clothes, and you pay attention to the one wearing the fine clothes and say to him, You sit here in a good place and say to the poor man, You stand there or sit here at my footstool. Have you not shown partiality among yourselves 
and become judges with evil thoughts? Listen, my beloved brethren, has God not chosen the poor of this world to be rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom, which he promised to those who love him? But you have dishonored the poor man. Do not the rich oppress you and drag you into the courts? Do they not blaspheme the noble name by which you are called? If you really fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, you will love your neighbor as yourself. You do well. But if you show partiality, you commit sin and are convicted by the law as transgressors. For whoever shall keep the whole law and yet stumble in one point, he is guilty of all. For he who said, do not commit adultery, also said, do not murder. Now, if you do not commit adultery, but you do murder, you have become a transgressor of the law. So speak and so do as those who will be judged by the law of liberty. For the judgment is without mercy to one who has shown no mercy. Mercy triumphs over judgment. What does it profit, my brethren, if someone says he has faith but does not have works. Can faith save him? If a brother or sister is naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you says to them, Depart in peace and be warm and filled, but you do not give them the things which are needed for the body, what does it profit? Thus also Faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. So let's read that again. Thus also faith by itself, if it does not have works, is dead. In other words, you have to have faith and work in that faith. But someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without your works and I will show you my faith by my works. <clears throat> you believe that there is one God. You do well. Even the demons believe and tremble. But do you want to know, O foolish man, that faith without works is dead? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered Isaac his son on the altar? Do you see that faith was working together with his works? And by works, faith was made perfect. And the scripture was fulfilled, which says, Abraham believed God and it was accounted to him for righteousness. And he was called the friend of God. You see then that a man is justified by works and not by faith only. Likewise, 
Was not Rahab the harlot also justified by works when she received the messengers and sent them out another way? For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. Excuse me. My brethren, let not many of you become teachers, knowing that we shall receive a, a stricter judgment. For we all stumble in many things. If anyone does not stumble in word, he is a perfect man, able also to bridle the whole body. Indeed, we put bits in horses' mouths that they may obey us, and we turn their whole body. Look also at a ship, although they are so large and are driven by furious winds. They are turned by a very small rudder wherever the pilot desires. Even so, the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. See how great a forest a little fire kindles. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. The tongue is so set among our members that it defiles the whole body and sets on fire the course of nature. And it is set on fire by hell. For every kind of beast and bird uh, <clears throat> of reptile and creature of the sea is tamed and has been tamed by mankind. But no man can tame the tongue. It is an unruly evil, full of deadly poison. With it we bless our God and Father, and with it we curse men who have been made in the similitude of God. Out of the same mouth proceeds blessings and curses. My brethren, these things ought not to be so. Does a spring send forth fresh water and bitter from the same opening? No, absolutely not. <clears throat> Can a fig tree, my brethren, bear olives or grapevine bear figs? Thus no spring can yield both salt water and fresh. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let him show by good conduct that, he, that his works are done in meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and self-seeking in your heart, do not boast <clears throat> and lie against the truth. This wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, demonic. For where, for where envy and self-seeking exists, confusion and every evil thing will be there. <clears throat> okay? So, <clears throat> let's make that clear. 
He is saying, this wisdom does not descend from above, but is earthly, sensual, demonic. See? From where envy and self-seeking exist. Self-seeking, all about you, you, you. Transfusion. And every evil thing will be there. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruit, without partiality and without hypocrisy. Now the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. Okay? So, if you're around somebody who's self-seeking, it's always about them. Put some space. Put some space between you and them. Okay? Be a beacon of light to them. But be careful. You don't want to catch a snare. All right, we're going to move on to chapter 4. Where do wars and fights come from among you? Do they come from your desires for pleasure, that war is your members? You lust and do not have. You murder and convert and cannot obtain. You fight and war. Yet you do not have because you do not ask. You ask and do not receive because you ask amiss that you may spend it on your pleasures. Is everybody listening to that? Sometimes we ask for things we don't get and we don't get them because the Lord knows you're not going to spend it rightly. You're going to spend it on your pleasures. Okay? Adulteress and adulteress, adulterers and adulteresses, do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Whoever therefore wants to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you think that the scripture says in vain, the spirit who dwells in us, yearns jealously, but he gives more grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Therefore, submit to God and resist the devil, and he will free from he will flee from you. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. Laminate and mourn and weep, and let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he will lift you up. Do not speak evil of one another, brethren. He who speaks evil of a brother 
and judges his brother, speaks evil of the law, and judges the law. But if you judge the law, you are not a doer of the law, but a judge. There is one lawgiver who is able to save and to destroy. Who are you to judge another? Okay, so the Lord is telling you. It is not for you to judge what somebody else does. Whether it's good or bad, it's not your place. He is the lawgiver. You're stepping on the Lord. You're taking over his spot. Committing a sin yourself. Come now, you who say, today or tomorrow, we will go to such and such a city. Spend a year there, buy and sell, and make a profit. Whereas you do not know what will happen tomorrow. For what is your life? It is even a vapor that appears for a little time and then vanishes away. Instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, we shall live and do this or that. But now you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. Therefore, to him who knows to do good and does not do it, to him it is sin. <clears throat> okay, James chapter 5. <clears throat> Come now, you rich, weep and howl for your miseries that are coming upon you. Your riches are corrupted, and your garments are moth-eaten. Your gold and silver are corroded, and their corrosion will be a witness against you and will eat your flesh like fire. You have heaped, heaped up treasures in the last days. Indeed, the wages of the labor who mow your fields, which you kept back by fraud, huh, cry out, and the cries of the reaper have reached the ears of the Lord of Sabbath. Nothing's changed, has it? Rich still doing the same. They did it then and still doing it now. You have lived on the earth in pleasure and luxury, and you have fattened your hearts as in the day of slaughter. You have condemned, you have murdered the just. He does not resist you. Therefore, be patient, brethren, until the coming of the Lord, and see how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth, waiting patiently for it until it receives the early and latter rain. You also be patient. Establish your heart, for the coming of the Lord is at hand. Amen. And do not grumble against one another, brethren, lest you be condemned. Behold, the judge is standing at the door. Amen, amen. My brethren, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord as an example of suffering and patience. 
Indeed, we count them blessed who endured. You have heard of the pre-servants of Job. You've heard of the perseverance of Job and seeing the end intent intended by the Lord, that the Lord is very compassionate and merciful. But above all, my brethren, do not swear either by heaven or by earth or with any other oath, but let your yes be yes and your no, no least you fall into judgment. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church. And let them pray over him, anoint him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick. And the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Amen. Amen. Absolutely. Confess your transgressions to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. So if you've done something and you know a brother or sister you can talk to, you guys should be praying for each other. Say to them, look, you know, between you and I, I've had a really bad day. I've done some things that just, you know, today weren't, I know they weren't right. Well, what did you do? Well, you know, I kind of stepped out of line. I said something wrong to a certain person today and, you know, and pray. You two get together and pray. Okay? That's what he's telling you. Get together and pray. The effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, and he prayed earnestly that it would not rain, and it did not rain on the land for three years and six months. And he prayed again, and the heavens gave rain, and the earth produced its fruit. Brethren, if anyone among you wanders from the truth and someone turns him back, let him know that he who turns a sinner from the error of his ways will save a soul from death and cover a multitude of sins. Amen. Amen. Okay, everyone. <clears throat> that is our reading for today, and that also is the end <clears throat> of the book of James. And we will be going into the first book of Peter tomorrow. All right, everyone, bow your heads. Dear Heavenly Father, we give you the praise and honor and glory, and we thank you, Lord Jesus, for the word that you've given us tonight. And I ask, Lord, that this word, Almighty God, Brother, today, Father, this word, Lord, I ask that this word be in our hearts, minds, and spirit, that we understand it, and then we take this word, and we be a beacon of light with this word to others, Lord. 
in hopes that they too will come aboard. They will find you. They will seek after you, Father. Through seeing us and others who believe and follow your word. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for your word. We thank you, Father, for your grace and mercy. And we thank you, Almighty God, for loving us. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Okay, everyone. This is Minister Macmillan um, saying good, <clears throat> good night and have a blessed evening.